Hello and welcome back to Winter Wisdom Apothecary. Join us for journeys with plants and stories about their lessons. And I think that's such a beautiful way that the plant communicates because hawthorn is such a strong medicine for the heart. And I think that when we think about nurturing our heart and making it strong and making it open to the world, keeping that lesson with us that, you know, you can have this, this really wonderful energy of love and openness that's a gift to the world, but that should come with kind of conditions of boundaries, firm boundaries, making it known that you will not stand for, for being disrespected, for being put in harm's way. quite tired right now. I'm torn between having a nap and doing this episode. Um, but you know what? Let's give it a shot. So today I want to talk about boundaries, especially when it comes to opening up the heart space um, and just learning how to be in the world with an open heart, to learn to love, and also to keep yourself safe at the same time kind of reflecting on how I'm looking to find a source for herbs right now. So I have been getting whole dried herbs from a supplier in BC. Um, and they have a wonderful selection of herbs, but I do wonder about whether or not these herbs are being ethically harvested. It's a big one for me. Um, and unfortunately right now, not all of them are organic as well. And it's really important for me, I believe, in these medicines to really honor the spirit of the plant and uh, I do believe that the plant is still going to support you if they come from maybe not the best circumstances but there's something even stronger and more transcendental to a plant that's ethically harvested with um, respect and compassion and care for the land and part of that is me wanting to grow the medicines myself and I you know I do want to move more towards that but in the meantime as a bridge I do, do want to find a supplier that feels more aligned for me and one reason why I'm kind of wanting to pivot with suppliers is that um so one of the plants I bought from this supplier was slippery elm which I realized afterwards it, and it's um, harvested in the United States that it's really recommended not to be harvesting these plants they're not doing the best when it comes to abundance and you know um reproducing more or making more trees and and kind of replacing what there already is and yet the supplier is selling slippery elm and i felt really bad for buying it and finding it after that it's you know probably not the best choice when you're thinking about taking care of the land to be using slippery elm instead of for example a marshmallow root and another reflection on this is kind of where the boundaries comes into play, and that's why I was reflecting on boundaries today. Is so I made a um, cold infusion of slippery elm and meadowsweet. It was for my stomach, and there was something about the slippery elm that was so unpalatable to me. And you know, there are always some herbs that take a little while to get acclimatized to, or getting, you know, a acquiring a taste for 
Um, I just felt like quite a strong, like almost just disjointed feeling when tasting the slippery elm bark. And I think part of that was kind of a lack of permission from the plant for it to be used that way. Um, and kind of setting a boundary with me as I consume that plant. Another reason why I believe this is another plant that I um, got from this this uh, supplier was um, not goldenrod, but golden seal. So golden seal um, is also not recommended to be harvested. I believe it's, maybe it's not quite endangered, but it's really not doing well. Or maybe it is endangered, but I know that it's not really doing well. It's not as abundant as it used to be. So they don't really recommend that you wildcraft it or that you harvest it from the wild. I think there are some ethical growers that grow their own in a sustainable way, but generally not, um, what's the word? Not recommended um, to be harvested and wildcrafted. So I bought just the leaves of this plant. Again, you know, it's, it really is on me for not doing my research before, before buying these plants, but I bought leaves of um, golden seal and also as I found out later it wasn't even um, so the formulation that I wanted to use it for it wasn't even the best choice for that formulation as I found out later as I read into monographs and kind of really dove into what properties I was looking for so not only is it not aligned in a medicinal way but it's also not aligned in an ethical way for the uses that I was wanting to use it for. Um, but I did end up making an infusion with some golden seal because I had it. I mean, I might as well try it out since I have it now. I mean, there's no real way that I see myself undoing the harm that was done now with it, so I might as well consume it. But again, just this like strong I want and revulsion's not the right word, but it just didn't sit right with me and the flavor, and it is quite strong and it seemed familiar in a way um quite familiar in a way and I do wonder what that is it's like a smell that I've smelled out in the world before but I felt quite you know repelled or pushed away by the energy of the plant at that time and I thought it was really interesting that the two plants that kind of um had that response to or that I had the response to were the two plants that were not recommended to be harvested at the time and the plants that were probably setting a boundary by saying you know this relationship is not right right now um and another plant this one's more, a little bit more interesting was um donque the smell of donque i found to be so similar to i think it was slippery elm i'm not sure why or what compound that is maybe someone listening does um know why or knows what i'm referring to but i thought it was really interesting that that same compound, whatever it was that I was smelling, really reminded me of the slippery elm smell and taste as well. Um, but that was a really supportive plant for me that I that was using at the time in, the, in an elixir. Um, but further reflections on boundaries, I would like to take a minute to think and reflect on hawthorn. I think hawthorn is such a beautiful medicine in that it really sets such strong boundaries. Um, there are myths of ill coming down on those who harvest from hawthorn without asking permission. About farmers, you know, leaving a lone hawthorn tree in their field because they know that, you know, something bad will come to them if they 
um, destroyed that plant being without proper permission. Um, you know, it just destroyed it at all, to be perfectly honest. And again, I'm reading Alma, Alma Snell's book, A Taste of Heritage, reading stories about the women going to gather the medicine and praying and meditating before gathering the medicine and making promises to Hawthorne that I will make moccasins for your feet and Alma being small at the time, not understanding why you'd make moccasins for a tree when it has no feet. Um, and I believe it was her grandmother explaining to her that the moccasins were a symbolism of, you know, promising not to rip out the roots, but to keep tending to the roots of the plant as they collect the medicines from, you know, the berries, maybe the leaves, but I believe the, the hawthorn fruit um, is often what we think of when we think of hawthorn medicine. But really promising to honor the roots and keep it safe and take care of it in order to root the benefits of its medicine. And I think that's such a beautiful way that the plant communicates because hawthorn is such a strong medicine for the heart and i think that when we think about nurturing our heart and making it strong and making it open to the world keeping that lesson with us that you know you can have this this really wonderful energy of love and openness that's a gift to the world but that should come with kind of conditions of boundaries firm boundaries making it known that you will not stand for for being disrespected, for being put in harm's way, and that you'll open up your heart to the world, but you're also not going to let your heart be damaged by other people with ill intent. And I think that Hawthorne really sums it up beautifully with that lesson of, yes, I'll help you strengthen your heart, but at the same time, you should know that if you're working with this medicine, that the boundaries play an equally important role in the medicine. I think that's just wonderful. Um, and I kind of did want to touch into the personal a bit. I feel a little bit uncomfortable sharing it, but I think that, you know, there is power in story and sharing. Um, and I guess in just the way that I've integrated the lessons of boundaries into my own life. Um, so the last relationship I was in, or the last, you know, it was two relationships ago, but the last serious relationship I was in, um, it was an emotionally abusive relationship, which I did not realize at the time. I actually ended up having to go to therapy afterwards. Um, and my therapist told me that, um, the situation I was in was emotion emotionally abusive. But at a time when I was going through a lot of growth and development, my partner absolutely did not like that I was becoming more in tune with myself and setting more boundaries. And it was really when I finally had the courage to leave and to recognize that this wasn't the way that I was supposed to be treated, it really was about sending, setting boundaries. That person would have stayed with me, you know, forever if I was staying small and not asking to be treated any better. But that wasn't a life that I wanted for myself. Um, and at the same time, I wanted to give them a chance. So I said, you know, this can work, but you're going to have to put in some work as well. And you're going to have to assure me that there's ways that you're going to help contribute to a feeling of safety in this relationship. Um, 
And ultimately, setting that boundary is what caused the relationship to fully fall apart. And that's something that I'm so grateful for because that relationship absolutely was not aligned. I was not being treated properly. Um, and my heart had, you know, more potential to to share what it had in the world. So setting that boundary ended that relationship, but it also opened up a world of opportunity for me. And I remember, you know, I was absolutely gutted at the end of that relationship, even though it was right for me to end it and it was an aligned choice for me. I still felt absolutely awful when it ended. I felt such loss, such grief, and my heart was cracked wide open. And I remember really early on, maybe just a week or two, maybe it was just a week after the breakup, but I remember walking through the grocery store thinking to myself with my, you know, chest cracked open, wide open, but still open to the world. I felt it in my chest and I thought, I'm not going to let this close my heart to the world. I'm not going to let this close my heart space, my chest, not going to lean my shoulders forward and kind of like crumple into myself. Like I'm going to keep my heart space open. I'm going to keep my heart open and I'm going to keep moving in the world in that way. And I think the confidence for that came from the knowledge that I could now set boundaries. I can now recognize, you know, what I deserved moving around in the world, what kind of treatment I deserved. And knowing that, that I could protect myself by setting those boundaries, I could also allow myself to stay open in a way that I never truly had before. Um, and I spent the next year really working on myself quite deeply. Um, doing a lot of the work and I was about to start school when I met my partner now um, and the relationship that we have with you know that heart that was cracked wide open into the world you know not hiding not being ashamed to be vulnerable together but also having firm boundaries that I used to be afraid to express but with him I felt comfortable just calmly expressing, well, not always calmly, to be honest, but expressing that, you know, this is where I come from and this is what I need. And I respect if that's not something you can give me, but it is something that I need moving forward to just be able to state that really clearly um, right away. And to have that be honored really allowed me to move even deeper into a sense of healthy relationship that I never had before. Um, it really feels like I'm at a place now in my life where this is the kind of relationship I should have had all my life. This is the way that I wish that I knew that love was supposed to feel from, you know, the very beginning of my life. Um, because if I had known that this existed, there was a lot that I would not have put up with earlier in my life. But really just tying it back in that learning how to set boundaries was what allowed me to really open up my heart wider than I ever would have dreamed possible. And I think that is the medicine that Hawthorne offers in, you know, giving us such strength in our heart, but also setting very firm boundaries about how its medicine is to be used. And I think that all plants in a way also do share that energy, some on a lesser level, some are more forgiving, um, but Hawthorne isn't, and that's why it's such a strong energy.